for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture is PlayStation podcast. For 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years, the game is being blind. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description underneath Ryan's desk. <laughs> if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures. We can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. But if you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts, other assorted shit with our logos on it. We're back, Max. We're back. I know. Everyone was like, where are you? But actually, no one said shit. But uh, yeah, you know, we missed- Padge's like, where the fuck are you? Actually, yeah, it's true. Padge was like, the fuck? And I think one other person went, hey. But yes, yeah, so I was out of commission last week uh, after my like days in Sydney and coming back. I just had like the most banaliest like migraine in all of existence. And I was just out of commission. I was dead. I, I spent my entire day either- sleeping or vomiting and that pretty much is how i existed for about nine hours and then i finally was able to like you know put some uh food in me and keep it there uh thankfully uh the lovely phoebe did come over and gift me um some uh, uh what are they called some pills some medication that she crammed down my throat hole i think they were called like angina or something or mangina one of the two one of the things is like stop being such a puss about it and that and that allowed me to like not have my head cave in and i was able to kick in a gear but i was very much not in any any way capable of doing a show like i was dead absolutely dead how are you how are you how are you last week max were you, were you fine I don't even remember last week. Yeah. What did I do last week? Clearly nothing that important because I don't remember it. No. I was fine. I was pretty tired that night. Yeah. Uh, well. When you message when you message me, you're like, hey, I'm not feeling great. I don't think I'm gonna be able to do the show. And I'm like, cool, I totally haven't done a new stock or anything. So like let me know by seven if you want me to do one. <laughs> and I fell asleep again, so I think you went, oh, I don't have to do one. And, and then Ali's like, are you recording tonight? I'm like, it's past seven. That motherfucker's not getting anything yeah, out of me. motherfucker's dead, yeah. <laughs> so, that was good. And then throughout the week, I'm like, it's fucking weird. So I came and visited you because like, it's yeah. the time we catch up. <laughs> yeah, because it is one of those things. We're like, yeah, the only time, you know, the same as we talked about back in the day with Josh, that like the only time we really catch up is when we do the show. So it's like, you know, you go, well, how do we like talk about shit? Like we're in a group chat with like, you know, a bunch of other people. And then we like message each other nonsense throughout the days, but it's just not the same. Mm. It's not face-to-face, you know? And like, it's a different face-to-face now. Cause you know, as we'll point out, you not, so I've uh, repurposed the desk into a stand-up desk so I can do like some mean squats as I'm working, seeing now that I work from home. Um, and yeah, and it's just cool. So I can get all my like, you know, all my energies out. Like I, you know, I did the back. Energy juice was flowing. Was it? Sorry. 
creative juices flowing actually no that's legitimately big part of it i thought like getting up moving around you know kind of like i can ponder and do a bit of this do a bit of that play some energy uh, music get the energy do some white boy dancing during my work day you know all those little things and it's actually been really effective it's been a really cool idea like it, it weirdly does deliver a different energy so last night I recorded some Let's Play content because we haven't done that in like forever. But uh, when the embargo for it drops, you'll see it here on, here on the YouTubes. And I was like, I'm going to do this again, but I'm going to do it standing. And it does. It sits differently. It feels differently. Like there is a different energy because you're not... Like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just just before you go off on this tangent, standing sits differently, does it? <laughs> yeah, it sits differently in here, in your heart, Max. All right. In yeah, your, I just wanted to make sure I was following your train of thought. Yeah, no, there is no constant train of thought. Like, okay, I am, I'm riddled up this evening. I thought, mm, I'm a bit tired. I'm going to see how this kicks in a gear. Popped it in my throat hole about a couple of hours ago. So I should be pretty, pretty tight. But I uh, went up in the kid's bed while I was reading her books. Smart. That's that, yeah. The only downside though, so those that, are what, those that are listening, like because I've redone the back wall with the foam squares, like if you look in the video, because it now matches the layout of the of the the stream, it kind of like looks like I'm weirdly green screened in, and like Max is clearly sitting in like his little side room, which you know you've got your cool background, but it's, we're gonna have to have some fun with it, I think. Gonna have to oh, I'm gonna paint a big ass fucking mural behind me. Oh. Lovely, yeah. just like super anime art, like just all up on the wall. No, it's just gonna it's just gonna be black with red letters that says "You died." Oh, dude. All right, cool. (laughs) Immensely lower the value of the house. Oh, yes. (laughs) It it looks like a murder happened here. It's like, no, no, I just really like Dark Souls. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, what else? What else? What else? Anything else happened during the week, Max? Because obviously Uh, I went to Sydney. During this week? Yeah, this week, last week. No, not much. Yeah. Not much. Same old, same old. Yeah, nice. So yeah. I so I went to Sydney for the, for my first week in the new job. So I was hanging out in Chatswood, um, and I did. I took the PS Five. You know, we we're discussing like, oh, should I take it? So I literally went and bought a bag for it, took it with me, and uh, it was very hysterical because it was my entire carry on, the entire weight limit of like seven kilos. It came to like six kilos and ninety four grams. Uh, it was just PlayStation. So like, I couldn't have carried anything else on the plane with me. And it was very funny. Like I, when I went through like the, you know, the security, they're like, what's this? Like it's a, it's a PlayStation 5. What's that? Well, that's a console so I can play games. I work in games and I'm on hold. Like I'm working in Sydney for a couple of days and I'm just, just shut up. <laughs> I had to like take it out and explain. And some security guy walks over and goes, yeah, it's a PlayStation. I went, oh, okay, cool. And they just let me go through, which was fun. But yeah, because I was like, look, you know, like all oh, laptops and stuff out. I'm like, it's in, it's just a fucking console. Like, what do you want me to do? But it was cool. Got to play some like Everdream Valley. You know, like you know, after a big day of doing work, I was just sat in the hotel and did some farming, which was cool because Everdream Valley's mental good. Um, I played some WWE while I was away as well. Well, I think some gas station simulator before I started my work. You know, all those things. So what you, like it was hundred percent the right idea. Like the, the those days in Sydney, like new job, new new location, there's a whole bunch of new, and like my brain was like dying. So like be able to come back to the hotel and not have to like watch shitty TV, but like actually use the thing that I use 
to to relax and to chill out and like what is good for my mental health i was like oh this was totally the greatest idea i've ever had so like even though it was a hassle and like it was kind of like yeah look this was the right decision and i'm very very happy that i did but uh yeah so speaking of playing games though like there are there are like two games that i'm playing right now that i can't talk about i'm sure if you follow me on shit i probably should silence my playstation but this is there um what have you been playing max we want Diablo. I was expecting gonna... such a specific answer no. from you. No. So, been playing a bit more Diablo. Mm. Uh, I think I'm done with it until the seasonal content starts. All right. So have you like have you um, done it with I've a couple made, characters I've, now yet? I've made like three separate characters. I've hit endgame stuff. I think I'm done. I think I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more Destiny, uh, still grinding through the, the seasonal content. It's fine. This has been by far the weakest, um, uh, the weakest uh, like expansion in a long time. Yeah, or just expansion in general in a long time. So, like, because um, you know how I was like got all excited and I installed it on the PlayStation. Like, oh, maybe I'll play some Destiny. Yeah, I deleted it. Yeah, didn't didn't you say you had a group of friends that you were gonna play with? Yeah, I thought about <laughs> it, and then I was like. Ah. So I did because, like, I really, like, admittedly, I just wanted, I just wanted the PlayStation skins, and then it was very much a circumstance of, oh, they cost me a lot of money. Ah, it's fine, I can hold yeah. out. Back on the DMZ again. Oh, great! Because oh, it's a new season. The, new season, so things are very, very different. <clears throat> uh, so half the city's been wiped out by the sandstorm that came in the latter half of last season. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, they've once again, as they've done every season, they've changed all the spawn locations. Oh, so oh, no- so you can't do your little hunting anymore? No. Once we know where all the spawns are, we can. But like, you're <laughs> gross, what- by the way. <laughs> but one of the biggest changes um, they made last season where they where they released these <clears throat> uh, these special armored carriers. Uh, so there was like the medic vest, which would allow you to revive your teammates faster, or there was the comms vest that mm-hmm. would buff UAVs and stuff like that. Well, to get them now, you have to do certain missions within the game to unlock the crafting recipe for them. And they're all tied to beating the bosses inside inside the DMZ game, <clears throat> which is cool. That's fine. So we've done a few of those. Um, the, they've changed the way you unlock your insured weapon slots now. Mm-hmm. So instead of, instead of it being get to rank five of this mission base, it's now... Uh, to get your first one, it was um, extract a weapon from an enemy player and take out two other items. Oh, that's easy. And to get, I can yeah, achieve that. Super easy. We did on the first night. Uh, to get the second, uh, to get your second insured slot, it was extract 10 weapons, eight gold skulls, <laughs> 10 gold bars, and Wait, six skulls. Yeah. So gold skulls drop from the bosses so they're very easy to get like they're very easy to get says you uh, the gpus are still rare as fuck okay that's yeah. the one thing that's holding me back I, I found half of what i need um but that's because i kept giving the ones that i had found to one of our friends because he he was further along so i'm just like well there's no point both of us fighting over it let's yeah. i'll just give you all the shit that you need yeah and then once you're once you've hit your limit you'll load me up yeah. yeah um so that's been fun it's still the same grinding through the battle pass with all that stuff um, but obviously the big game that I've been playing this week is Final Fantasy 16 so yeah. a huge shout out to the team at Square Square Enix and Bandai Namco Australia for providing me a copy 
of the game. Mm-hmm. Many, many thanks. Christmas in July even came early for me this year. I think you came early this 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 <laughs> this season too. I remember like because um, you're like, is it coming? Is it coming? I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I, like we've known it's been out there for a while because we've got mates that have been playing it um, like pre embargo. Um, we weren't lucky enough to make the cut. So you're like, I know you were like itching. It's worse oh. when you know people that are playing and like you could go ask them questions and like we kind of were, but it was just like, it's just when it's like so close and you can like touch it, but you can't quite. This may be my favorite Final Fantasy game. Is that like recency bias though? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So... This is Final Fantasy 16, so you it follows the story of Clive, uh, who is essentially on a kind of a revenge quest to mm. begin with, and then it, it takes a little bit of a turn. Um, but I won't go into it too much because it's spo- very spoiler. And sorry, but I don't the, care. But I'm sure someone in the chat does. This has moved. This new Final Fantasy entry has moved across from the old school turn-based system into the more recent. You know, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy XV, that action RPG. Uh-huh. Uh, the combat designer for this game did Devil May Cry. Oh. So if you've played Devil May Cry, oh. combat is very similar to that, oh. which is awesome. Um, so yeah, you play as Clive. Clive is a, 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 a dominant a very in the Final game. Fantasy name. <laughs> it's not named like Cloud or Midas or... Well, Boopity Bob or whatever it, the it, name cool. is. Cool. So, so, uh, so, Final Fantasy for the longest time has had a running. There's, there's a running set of character names that are in every single Final Fantasy game. Mm. One of them being Sid, and there is yes. once again a, a Sid in this game. Um, but it's slightly different. The Sid is his nickname. Oh, okay. His so you're four, playing Sid this time. He's. His full name is Sidolphus, and it's the fucking greatest thing I've ever Sidolphus. heard. Sidolphus. See, that's a Final Fantasy name. Here I am being like, oh, man, but yeah, that's a Final Fantasy name. Thank you for Sidolphus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, I'm finding the story very compelling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about, according to the PlayStation's, this is how far through the game you are. I'm, I'm sitting at about 50 ish, 55%. Nice. Um, I've been loving my time with it so far. I'm finding it fairly difficult to put down once I start once I start playing. Um, the story is pulling me through very nicely. There, it is the first half of the game is very cutscene heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of exposition dump on you a fair bit because it's got a fair bit to fill you in on as to what's going on. There's a lot of um, if you've if you've seen reviews, a lot of the reviews are giving it that. Game of Thrones vibe, which I can totally which see. Which is there's, admittedly there's of, kind of pulling me in. There is a lot of that house politics. Our family's better than your family. Our part of the world's better than your part of the yeah, world. Yeah, good, good old like old timey fantasy racism. And like, and the the big the big issue behind this is. Um, it's not called the blight. I'm just going to use the blight. I can't think of the actual term they use. But half of the it's land the, is probably dying. probably the boobity bop or whatever. Made it part, of, part of the land is dying. Oh, no. So despite the fact that there have been peace treaties for X amount of years, they're like, well, half our fucking land's gone. And all our people are dying. So guess what? You guys are fucked. Mm. We're going to invade you. We're going to break the treaties. We're going to invade you. So each 
each of the the realms in the world have their their own dominant, which are the people that can control the power of the icons, which you've seen in the trailers. They're the big Final Fantasy summons. The Kaijus? Essentially. Yeah. But what seems really dickish, and I made this comment um, pretty early on when I started playing this game, when the armies go to war... It's the regular people who are going to war. That's every war ever, Max. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I get that. And then it doesn't matter of the of the, the the normal people who win the war, as long as their dominant wins or loses. That's all that matters. So, like, just just fucking send your champions in first. Don't be a dick. Don't like let half your people die, and then rock up for ten seconds. But we win. I'm glad that you've just worked out how like war. <laughs> oh no, like and works. Like, I know how it works. It just seems super scummy still. I love how, like, only now that it's in Final Fantasy, it's like, oh, I care. Oh, this is, this is wrong. You're like, that's just a bit of a down song. Like, why do they always send the poor? I don't know what it meant until right now. Everyone knows the song lyric, when the rich rage wants the poor who don't. Like, everyone knows that. It's just everyone, like, it's blatantly obvious here because everyone comments on it. Like, there's there's one part very early on where one of the dominants is like, I need to save my people. Like, my people are needlessly dying. He rocks up for 10 seconds and fucks off again. He's like, I'm done. Ah, oh, I did my part. Yeah, like it's, it's he, he retweeted something and was like, oh, my people, oh, and then fucked off. Yeah. The combat's awesome, Yeah, obviously. I'm, you know, I've been a huge Devil May Cry fan for, for a very long time, so having having a combat style very similar to that has been absolutely fantastic. Um, as much as I, as much as I liked the old turn-based style of gameplay that Final Fantasy has been known for, I think this is a change in the right direction because okay. it's very, it's very antiquated now. It's a very old school style of, and like you, you know, the, that style of gameplay still exists in the likes of like Octopath Traveler and, and, and games like that. Um, bravely default all of those things they still exist and still have a place <clears throat> but i think they also hit the beats of that old pixelated 2d mm-hmm. style gameplay where it lends itself yeah better. like 3d doesn't really work for turn-based because even like i guess it's like it's kind of why it really worked in like south park as an example because mm-hmm. they're using like it's that 2d plane like you can plan your squares and whatever yeah. i guess the only one like, even then like Persona did it, like Persona Five did it, but because you're not actively moving in the battle, yeah, but yeah, Persona still has that two D yeah. battle screen, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's been fantastic. The skill tree leaves something to be desired. Um, it's very, it's very basic. Mm. Each time you unlock a new section of the skill tree, there's essentially four or five skills to learn, and that's it. Oh. So. At the moment, I'm, I find myself reusing the same skills over and over and over again, okay. mainly because they're like the strongest and the most useful. <laughs> I find. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 digging it. I don't want to dive too deep into it because it is quite fresh still, and a lot of the stuff that I want to talk about is super duper spoiler heavy. Well, so the I'm plan like, of attack is for you to dive into a spoilery discussion with the likes yeah. of Paul James from Player Two and Joel Gralton from Anna Game. We have no date, yeah. but I assume it's the second you finish, they'll start chatting. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully. So I'm working my through that, working my way through that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, for the most part, golden pathing at the moment. I have done a few of the side quests. Uh, like in old Final Fantasy games, 
you can upgrade your gear and equipment. So there are side quests to um, essentially better your blacksmith in your hideout so you can uh, upgrade your upgrade your stuff uh, to higher tiers. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing those, but for the main part, I am just very much golden pathing to get through the story. I do know there is a new game plus mode. Mm-hmm. Um so that's when I'll probably hit a lot of this side content and wrap up because I think I might go for the plat. <gasps> well, I know that uh, a friend of the show, Kieran Verbrugge, over at Press Start, he, he, I always love saying their name, super weird. Um, I know they've just recently got the plat and they said yeah. it was a bit of a, a bit of a run, but you know, you're keen. I'm, I'm, I'm very much enjoying my time with it. So is it, is this the, of- is this the Final Fantasy that gets Betson? Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! I still don't. I still don't think so. Like, I mean, you could slap it on story mode mm-hmm. uh, for difficulty wise. You can slap on the. Um, they've got uh, essentially accessibility accessories. Mm-hmm. So one is like an auto dodge, and one is like an auto potion. But like, it is a more maturish story. Okay. Like, you're not following a group of teenagers who are out to save the world for some reason. Cool. Cool. I am sick of that. Well, I, I still think it's not quite there yet ah, to bring you in. Drats. How yeah. uh, how out of ten like weeby anime is it? Oh, I wouldn't say it's weeby anime. That's good. At all, really? Oh, um, it's, it's even better. It's it's very like I think I've dis- described it a few times as like it's it's the Pacific Rim of Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Although a Pacific weird was, reach. Pacific Rim was like, track. like Pacific it's Rim and Game um, of Thrones. That's just, a really fucking weird combo. It's, a, it's the Pacific Rim of Thrones. Yeah, that sounds like a sex thing. It's cool. Yeah. But you're um, rating it so far. Obviously, you're getting a good yeah, kick really out of it. The, the, the boss fights have been each time they've kind of one up themselves. Mm. It's been it's been really good. Nice, very nice. Well, yeah, so like myself, aside from the two games that I can't talk about at the moment, I have uh, been jumping into Rogue Legacy 2. So that came out this week uh, on yeah. PlayStation Plus. I, Ex- I dived into that Extra. a little bit too. Dude, it's yeah. good. Like, I loved yeah. Rogue Legacy 1 anyway because it was great. But like the second one, like it just makes it even better. So like the animations are better. Like the like the design is better. Like It was pretty simple in the original but they've kind of gone a bit more cartoony compared to the more like pixelated look of the original same principle you know you just run into a castle and see how far you can get and then if you die you bring your loot and you build yourself a little castle and you do it again so like they really kind of went the whole idea of like it ain't broke don't fix it let's just make it better let's make it look better let's make it run better let's make it feel better i'm loving it Mm. and like mind you i don't really get real far in the uh in the castle every time because i'm shit but like i've discovered like the ranger class which is a ton of fun for me I just get but then you know as like, i've only really just started it like i'm like all my characters all my heirs are still like learning like i'm still learning the different uh uh, uh hereditary hereditary traits like one of my one of my he- one of my heirs had uh, uh, thinesthesia, so when they see, you know when they see sounds as colors. So like as I'm running around, I get this like trail of color, and I'm stabbing dudes, and like color goes everywhere. And then one character had IBS, so occasionally he would just fart. And that was awesome. No, that was probably one of my favorite ones. Um, <laughs> there was one for the you could only like damage someone on critical hits, and at that point I wasn't quite know how to do it. So I walk in, go dun dun dun, and someone just kicked my shit in. Um, 
it's fun, man. And then like building up that castle and kind of like adding, you know, bumping up my health, adding more classes, kind of just sort of building it up is, is really fun. And it's like, what I love about it, it's the, it's one of the biggest problems that I had with say, uh, a Returnal was that every time you died, it didn't feel like you gained anything. Like it felt completely bleh. Where playing the likes of Hades or the likes of Rogue Legacy 2, like just going in and like giving it a red hot go. And even if I fucking die, because I will, the money comes with me. All the items, like, you know, all like the, the, the purchasable things come with me. So I never feel like I'm losing. Say, like, oh, cool. I can just go a little bit more further next time. Yeah. So you don't get punished until you re-enter the castle. Yeah. Which you I love. For, you don't get punished for dying. It's you get punished for re-entering. Yeah, and like that's and, when all your money disappears. Like that's that simple switch have been like, mm-hmm. yeah, your punishment comes when you start your run again. Brilliant, and it's that little thing that will get me every time, right? Because I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna do another one. Oh, I've got like you know, I've got like X amount of cash left. What am I gonna do? Oh, it's not, not enough to buy anything. I'm gonna have to forfeit it, right? You know, and like that to me is what's exciting, and I'm really getting a kick out of that. And I'll, you know, I'll, it's one of those ones I can go in and do a couple of runs and then bugger off. Um, but yeah, okay, give me a quick look at my app. Uh, can't talk about you. A bit more. T- oh, Street Fighter. So, jumped a bit more into Street Fighter 6 last week uh, or during this week and haven't done the can haven't done touched the campaign or anything yet, but just a lot of verses. So, myself, Craig, and Ange, uh, we were in the lounge. And we were just like, you know, whoever loses has to pass the controller. And it was fun. Like DJ is still the best, but that big gladiator bird that like with helmet hair that takes off the helmet and it's exact, it's the, the best helmet hair in the world. She's brilliant. Love her too. Ryu, I've spent it like, a, like they're probably my three. Getting better at it. Except my son's like, what's this game I'm like it's street fighter it's a punching game a fighting game he's like can we play it i'm like sure and then he proceeds to like do what kids do and like i was a wang and i told him all the controls and because he's like six his brain's a sponge he's like all right cool there's a block button sick block i'm like boom, 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 like blasting and the second that i stop he goes i'm like and like he worked out the button that is like that super color splat special wrecked me every time like he's a shit, and, you know, and like, oh, there's a little bit of me kind of going easy. And then even then I'm like, I'm going to like, I'm going to pull those reins in. I'm going to show you this. And then he still kicked my shit in anyway. But, um, it's really good. It's so tight. Like those could be playing with the modern controls. like got the classics. Cause I'm, you know, not a moron, but like the modern controls are great for someone that's like, doesn't have a history with street fighter. Like my history has always been Tekken. And even then it's just Eddie and, um, I like Paul, Paul a lot in Tekken. But yeah, so it's been really cool to kind of come in and like the design aesthetic's really cool. Like when it comes to the, the when you enter the versus mode, like there's that music going and they're all like making these cool entrances. It's very wrestling actually. And the music's popping and like there's a good energy. It's really good. It's really good. Like I want to touch the campaign, but I also don't because I was going to probably kick my shit in. Let's plunk it down easy, I guess. But like, it's a really, really good game. Uh, uh, mute, mute Katsunasi. So are you ready for the big leagues? Uh, like Johnny Hong? I don't know what that is, but no, because I suck ass that game. Like I said, if I'm getting my shit kicked in by a six year old, I ain't, I ain't ready to do none of that stuff. Youth and reflexes says come quite. I can't win a fighting game unless my opponent is well over 80. Even then it's close. Yeah. I have to rely on my opponent being dead. 
that works in my favor. But um, I think that's everything. So let's jump into the news, Max. Now, I know... So this is the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, the first piece of news, Max, I know what you just said, the PlayStation Plus extras. We're going to skip mm-hmm. that. Let's go straight to the big one. Because like I, I know that I put it in the title. Let's not bury the lead. Let's get into it. The console wars have been brewing. The FTC has, uh, and, the, the, and the Microsoft Act acquisition, there's been some court hearings uh, over the last couple of days. And it's a lot of it's hidden. A lot of it's... Sh- but there has been some juices that's coming out. Yeah, so one consistent theme throughout the entire Sony, uh, throughout the entire Activision Blizzard buyout saga has been how both Sony and Microsoft have utterly dismantled their own businesses in the attempt to convince regulators to get their own way. Yeah. Uh, the latest effort comes courtesy of the US Federal Trade Commission's ongoing court case where the trillion-dollar um, tech Microsoft has once again attempted to paint itself as the underdog in an effort to get its $69 billion buyout through. Uh, quote, Xbox's console has consistently ranked third of three behind PlayStation. <laughs> sales. Uh, the Redmond firm pointed out, parading the fact that it has uh, just a 16% market share. Quote, Xbox has lost the console wars and its rivals are positioned to continue to dominate, including by leveraging exclusive content. Xbox has consistently ranked third in consoles behind PlayStation and Nintendo. Um, While there is no arguing with Microsoft's comment about Xbox trailing behind PlayStation and Nintendo in hardware sales, these are the facts. However, it's hard to take a company's underdog act at face value when it's it's only occurring as part of an attempt to close a $69 billion buyout, an acquisition so unthinkably large that the Redmond firm is the only one of a handful of companies on the planet with with pockets deep enough to fund that purchase. Yeah. Um, as part of the same legal proceedings, um, as it attempts to temporarily block the deal, uh, the comments uh, these comments date all the way back to April and are largely redacted. According to Jim Ryan, traditional game development processes would be interrupted due to its inability to, quote, share confidential details with Activision Blizzard about its next console in development, end quote. Mm. But here's the kicker. Microsoft already owns Minecraft, and while a lot of documentation is redacted, Ryan also expressed concerns about the volume of information its rival is able to extract from that. He further clarified that any details about new hardware is, quote, immensely sensitive, unquote, end quote, underlining his point about the kind of risks involved here. However, first-party team San Diego Studio also releases MLB The Show on multiple systems now. In theory, then, Xbox also finds itself in a position where the nature of its next system could end up being shared with a direct competitor. Of course, there is a difference in scale here. Activision Blizzard is the biggest publisher on the planet, after all. Uh, Elsewhere, Ryan also added that should the acquisition go through, he believes franchises like Call of Duty will have less incentive to take advantage of unique hardware features like the DualSense controller. Quote, I believe that Microsoft's incentives, their primary incentive will at post-acquisition would be to optimize its overall Xbox business, not the business of Activision, end quote. Yeah. So look, this is interesting, right? So, so apparently Sony didn't even show up, by the way. No no representatives from PlayStation at this court hearing. Just like Phil Spencer up on a stage being grilled by the FTC. And Jim Ryan zoomed it in. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Everyone else rocked up in person, I guess. But like... It's, it's very interesting. Like, I didn't even know these were going ahead until my Twitter just started exploding with all these things. I'm like, this is fascinating. And I'm, I'm once again coming out of it weirdly perplexed for both sides. 
I'm like, you're, you're both fucking idiots. Like, it's, it's interesting, because, like, uh, especially with the Minecraft one, because obviously, you know, I, I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, why is there no PS5 version of this game? There's not even really a Series X version. There's, like, a standard version kind of bumped up a little bit. But, like, why is there no next-gen version of Minecraft? Especially knowing that, you know, Minecraft and Mojang, specifically, has such a good working relationship across all platforms. Um, and it's very interesting that this is this is the case because when, when you started reading that, my brain went to yeah, what about MLB the show? Like you know, Sony Santa Monica. Like they, my understanding is they almost literally have a wall around the middle of the building. Pardon me, especially when they're working on you know pre-launch Xbox like with Series S and X, and like it's like the the twain shall not meet. You know what I mean? So it's very interesting, like that that is a thing, but like Sony wouldn't do the other way. Which kind of makes me go, what the fuck is up with that, right? Like you're happy to take that in, like the, the you know the presumably the Xbox dev kits in, but you're not willing to commit to the same thing. Like all it does is kind of fuel the overhaul over overhaul hypocrisy of all of this, right? And like the one thing that caught my interest, and it's the like I've I've done my very best to not engage in this nonsense on Twitter, right? Because it's kind of just going to be an absolute dumpster fire. But there was one that went out there this morning that caught my interest. And it said that, I'll read the tweets. This was from uh, Rebs Gaming at Mr. Underscore Rebs Underscore. So Phil Spencer revealed that Sony regularly pays competitors to skip Xbox and, and Microsoft, felt it needed to own Bethesda to compete. Quote, when we acquired ZeniMax, one of the one of the impetus for that is that Sony had done a deal for Deathloop and Ghostwire. Ellipses. To, to pay Bethesda... Uh, to not ship those games on Xbox. So the discussion about Starfield, when we heard that Starfield was potentially also going to end up skipping Xbox, we can't be in a position as a third-place console where we fall further behind on our content ownership. So we had to secure content to remain viable into the in the business. This is ass backwards, as I said. Like, the whole idea of like, oh, we didn't have it, so we're going to buy it so no one else can ever have it again. Like, because this is one of the things. The, the issue that I've always had with this acquisition as a whole is, yes, Sony has exclusives, no doubt. But, like, they don't buy the whole cow. They just pay for exclusivity on the milk. I know it's a total misuse of that expression, but that's the idea. It's rather than going, well, I'm going to buy the farm so that no one else can ever have milk from here or the cows at all. It's just you're, they're just buying one delivery, Right. And like, to me, that's always should be the way it's done, right? Xbox have done it before. They did it with Tomb Raider, with um, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, right? So it's not as if it's new practice for them. But like when, a, when Microsoft's entire business model in every studio they've ever had is to buy someone else's IP and make it their own. Like they don't have any legitimately successful IP that they have created in-house. I, I might be missing one. I might be missing one. I'm, I'm fully aware. But you think about it. Halo was built by Bungie, bought by Microsoft once it had already been established. Forza, the IP might be owned, but like the teams that made it, Playground, only bought in the last couple of years. Gears of War, made by, it was at uh, Gearbox and Epic, you know, back in the day, then bought and bought to bought to bought to microsoft right there is no in-house I, I guess fable but even then i'm pretty sure that like it's, yes it's been on xbox but they don't own the team 
You know what I mean? And then you think about Rare, right? They bought Rare. They, I, well, we like what Rare do is bring it in-house. Rare hasn't done dick apart from Sea of Thieves, which is like fine. Nothing of major consequence, right? So the, the fear here of, oh man, we can't compete. So let's buy out the competition. So no, so no, no, you get better. The entire, like what you do is if you're falling, if you're losing in the market, if you're third, the answer isn't buy more shit because you'll just own more shit and still be third. Like do better, be better, get better. That is the answer. Now saying that though, like Sony aren't doing much better either. Like, yes, they've got a lot of great in-house first, you know, like, like from the ground up, PlayStation built and owned IP, right? Totally true. When they first started, they didn't like Crash Bandicoot, one of their big IPs that like Naughty Dog had made that before they were purchased, right? So even though it's like iconography for the PlayStation franchise of the, the PlayStation brand, wasn't theirs but since then like that was their first generation of console might i add since then playstation have gone out of their way to create new and you know, like a new and important ip themselves so when you look over here and, and play and sorry and then microsoft and xbox are let's see xbox one 360 one uh, uh, original 360 1s four generations in and they still don't have their own foundation ip that they have made in-house that's not a problem about like the competitors. That's a problem about you and your business management and your ability to make functionally impressive games. Like even those internal documents X amount of years ago when they're like, the last of us part two, they're like, man, there's no way we could even come close to this. Then try find a way. Do better. Be better. I'm ranting. What's your thoughts, Max? You're not wrong. <laughs> um, so, the, the, uh, so a few of the other tidbits that came out were uh, the um, the Indiana Jones game was also planned to be multi-platform until uh, Microsoft acquired the studio. Oh no, they just did exactly what PlayStation did. <clears throat> uh, Redfall was also going to be multi-platform. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, he was he was uh, point blank asked today, oh, well, yesterday. Is Elder, is Elder Scrolls 6 coming to every... Like, is it coming everywhere? He said that... His quote was like, that game is so far down the line, at least five years, I don't even know what consoles are going to be at that point. And <laughs> so, look, like, I'm just going to put this out there as well. The FTC are asking the dumbest fucking questions. Like, they're trying to trap them and they clearly have no fucking idea what they're talking about it's insane it's absolutely insane and like even so much the judge is like shut the fuck up like and looking at like reading what's being said i would be in the same boat like you're not helping you're hurting your own arguments you morons uh yeah it's it's really hard to like it's clear that they don't know what they're talking about and I have a feeling that this is actually going to hurt their their case against yeah. Microsoft. I have a feeling that it's going to go through. Um, it's just yeah, it's just one of those things. It it'll depend on what the ruling is and how hard the they they get hit with those multi gear deals of uh, exclusivity. But uh, you know, it also came out that you know 
the CMA's big thing was, oh, they're going to have a monopoly on cloud gaming. This, the stats that came out in court over the last couple of days was that no one fucking uses the cloud gaming for... Yeah, <laughs> that was like, pretty no one, brutal, actually. No one fucking uses it. Like xCloud. Yeah, but like, it's one of those things like now they don't. And like obviously, you know, PlayStation had like they, they have PS Now, which is in, in, or in the PlayStation, isn't even available everywhere, right? So PlayStation are like not even doing anything in the cloud space anyway, right? Yeah. But like one of the things I thought was interesting... Pardon me, and I might be paraphrasing. Because, yeah, obviously, cloud gaming not even available here in Australia. Um, like, what's interesting with it, like, yeah, in order for us to, like, have the, you know, every, you know, Call of Duty come to everything, like, the Switch can't do it. I, I did kind of get a chuckle out of that. The sense of the conversation was, yeah, like, the disparity is going to be so insane. So, like, mm. we're trying to, like, you know, we, we, if we make the deal to have it be the same on everything, well, that's it's bold strategy, Cotton, because it's not going to work. It's, it's interesting. Like, as we said, like, we've been talking about this for like, what feels like forever. And I still don't think we're any further along in having any sort of resolution. And I, I still argue, and I, as I, as I ranted before, that this is not a good deal. Like, it's would a great you, deal you, for Microsoft. It's a great deal for Activision Blizzard, would, no would doubt. You, would you, just to, just to, before you get on your train of thought, would you find this deal less egregious if the, if the Xbox Series X was their last console? As and in, they, if, they, as in, if they as were, as in, as in, that's it. They get out of the they get out of the hardware market, and, and they're service? just a software, and they're just a software service company. Yeah, I'd be okay with that because then, then they would become the ne the world's biggest publisher. That's fine. Mm. Like, and that's the difference. Like, if you know, because their entire thing is like, oh, we couldn't catch up, so we're just going to buy those that can. Well, that's fucking gross, gross capitalism. Like, that is that's reactive, and not proactive. That's the exact opposite of what you should be doing as a business, right? Now, mind you, PlayStation are being very reactive and very, like they're playing too safe, you know, and like it's the whole theory is unless it can't be turned into a TV series or a movie or something, or it can't be transmedia, then it's not worth investing any money in. Um, and we're seeing that with like Horizons getting bled, you know, and the, the couple of studios that had cool ideas that were cited, like they're out of the difference, like you, you like to see Pixel Opus, Gonskis, and their pivot towards this, um, you know, games as a service, like, it, you know, is, is going to be dangerous as well. But even then, like there was part of it they talked about in the, you know, the, the, the fiscal side of things, like the revenue at which Call of Duty of Activision brings in was more than PlayStation makes, period. Right? Like, one publisher makes more than an entire fucking platform. That is ridiculous. And they want to throw that into Microsoft? Like, it's just... For, as I said, for me, the longest issue has always been the precedent. Right? Because there is no other deal in games that will ever be as much as this. So any other deal that happens after this, they can go... And someone goes, oh, we probably shouldn't do that. They'll go... But that deal went through, and and they can't fault it. Like they could get specific about it, but then again, we're seeing right now that like when it comes to when it gets thrown into a court of law, you know, like everyone just fucking fumbles, and everyone looks like a dickhead because once again, they're all trying to like argue that they're not doing the same gross capitalistic um, practices that the other side's doing. As bad as fucking poo, and like yeah, for me, that's my problem with it. Like if if once again, if we were standing here right now and we were having a discussion around PlayStation wanting to buy Activision, I'd be saying the exact same thing. At least I'd like to think I would be. Because it's one of those things. It's like, 
Why? That, that, that was the that was one of the other things that came out during the during the court hearings was, um, I can't remember who was saying it. It was it was someone on Microsoft's side, but apparently Bobby Kotick to put after after uh, Xbox originally lost the deal that they had with Call of Duty, mm. apparently Bobby Kotick wanted a greater share to put it on an Xbox console. Yeah, which which tells you like this is one of those things. Where it's like, if you want to look at the, the Zenimax side, the Bethesda Zenimax side of things, right? If they're like, if they were so willing to go do a deal over there, like, hey, we're happy to put our games exclusively over there, that shows you how how far in third place they are. Like, mm. we're, like if we don't go over there, we're at no major disadvantage. But like then, then Microsoft came with their big swinging dick of cash, and they're like, "Well, we can't, you know." From it, once again, when you're a uh, sort of publicly traded company, you can't say no to these deals because they go into the hands of the shareholders, and if the shareholders go, "You're, we are in this for the money," because it is an industry, it's a business, they have to say yes, and that's the position that they're in, even though it's like, oh. You know, even like once again, because like the fact that like Starfield, which is now a staple for Microsoft, there was a discussion about it not coming there at all. As like I remember that being a conversation. By the way, I remember at some point going, "Huh, that's just like you know, Starfield was in talks of being an exclusive as well." But once again, if we talk about the Indiana Jones thing, right? Like from what we also learned from from these proceedings. What isn't isn't exclusive outside of Microsoft's first party studios is up to the whimsy of Phil Spencer, like Indiana Jones. If he wanted it to, he could go, yeah, make it make it cross platform, but he's chosen not to. And I think that once again, if we want to talk about precedent, that's the precedent. Like we, you know, we talked about it before. Like, oh, you know, these, you know, when he when he talked out one side of his mouth and said, hey, you know, we're all about the, we're not about exclusives, we're all, you know, we're about the customer first, it's the new way of doing things. And Microsoft and PlayStation did the same thing, we're like, we're the old way of doing things. And the, the second that either of them got the, like, a foot on their throat, they went, we're going to go to the other side. And the second that, you know, Microsoft realized, I think, that Game Pass isn't making as much money as they thought they did, or it's not as viable as a business model as they think it is, especially as they're sitting in fucking third, when, you know, they're going, well, we have no choice. We have to go the old ways. We have to go the content exclusivity route. Where my, where Sony are going, holy shit. Like the old way of doing things isn't working for us right now. We can't compete. We have to go the new way. In a, in a lot of, you know, obviously with your games as a service, etc. But like when it comes to, if, if he, once again, the precedent here is like they, they said, you know, yeah, we're not going to, like it's not about making exclusives, right? Proceed to make a bunch of exclusives. So, like, the negotiator's like, hey, you, you can say that you're not going to make these things exclusive. And then the second the deal goes through, like, joke's on you, motherfucker. It's all exclusives. And granted, they haven't done that with Minecraft. But, like, Minecraft's one of the biggest properties that ever, ever fucking existed. It would be insane of them to do so. But Call of Duty is also one of the biggest things that ever existed. And apparently, according to the trials, they're in this weird catch-22 where Microsoft will actually be at a disadvantage if they don't put it on PlayStation. And PlayStation would be, be at a disadvantage if they take it off. So, like... Why fucking bother? All of it. Why bother? Let's look at the chat. That's what the chat has to say. As I sit here and just fucking yell at you, apparently, Max. 
Mute Canasi said, yeah, yeah, always feel Xbox is in the third place. And that's, it's most definitely a thing. Like, we always think, like, you always think it's a two-horse race, right? It's Microsoft and Sony. It, it is. It's a fucking two-horse race. Nintendo have their own ball in their own fucking Yeah, program. and they're sitting there eating glue over there and still beating you. This is how much they don't give a fuck. They're releasing Mario the day of Spider-Man. They don't give a shit about fucking anyone. Is that else Elephant, that... Elephant uh, yeah, Mario? Yeah. That looks so dumb. I want to play it. They don't give a fuck. Because they know that the only place you can play their games is with them. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They know they're not. They, they know they're not getting those fucking annual gamers. They're not getting those fucking FIFA or COD or NBA players. They get the fucking Nintendo players, and yeah. they can do whatever the fuck they want. See, and th- this it. is the thing. If Microsoft had the even a smidge of the legacy that Nintendo has, like, because Nintendo can release like a game every two years, every three years, everyone goes, "I want the fucking game," and it will sell millions of copies because they have earned that. Because when you think about a Nintendo first-party game, you go, it's going to be fucking rad. And nine times out of ten, they hit it out of the park. Yeah, I'm super not sure about this fucking elephant mode. Oh, uh, why not? They're running out of shit to do. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's one of those things. It's a circumstance of, if Microsoft had, if we, if we could trust in their, in their ability to release competent games, then this wouldn't be an issue. But it totally is. Uh, let's see. While there is no gener- there's there is no next gen mi- generation Minecraft. That's no, there isn't. There's no PS5 Minecraft, and as far as I'm aware, there's no Series X version. There's an the enhanced version. That's it. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, the Mullet Show still waiting on Killer Instinct from Rare. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I'm sorry, my friend. Not gonna happen. Uh, Halo fucking old though. Halo once again. Halo is known for being on Microsoft. However, and Xbox, Bungie was working on it, like it was going to everywhere and they bought the exclusive rights. They bought Bungie. Pretty sure it was originally going to be a fucking Apple game. Correct. It was going to, it was going to, it was dropping on Mac. Like that's absolutely true. There you go. Once again, all we're seeing is the continued, the, the repetition of that behavior. And I'm sorry, that is not the right behavior. Um, it is capitalism at its worst, though. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, had a talk today asking a friend if will Xbox ever come back to number one. The answer is no, no. Like they like not in the next like five years, ten years maybe. Like there's a lot of gap they have to fill. Do you think they could ever get back to the number one? It would take a lot. Yeah. It would take it would take a PlayStation three sized fuck up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like PlayStation right now are like they're not like I hate the idea of the you know the arrogant Sony, but like in a lot of ways they kind of are. They're choosing to stay quiet. They're choosing to hold the cards close to their chest, and they're well, still coming out strong. Yeah, I I don't know. I think there's something else behind it, and I think this this deal this this lawsuit had a lot to do with them keeping things shut up yeah because i'm sure it's all going to come out in the court documents like a, a lot of the stuff is going to get redacted and what and what oh most definitely but um i don't think because there's obviously also the court of public opinion and if they're like if they look bad in the eyes of the public it's going to be just as bad for them as as this deal going through anyway so yeah, yeah. 
I have a feeling that there's a lot we're not seeing. Oh, because most of it, and it'll all come out, and this will make an incredible book in like ten years. It's gonna be fantastic. And I can't wait for the Apple Apple TV Plus. <laughs> yeah, the the, the the Netflix style doco. I don't know. I'm sure. Well, I'm curious on who they cast as Jim Ryan in like ten years. Um, MGB jumps in goes. Although when the deal happens, I bet that that Bethesda brand will be dead as Xbox would have a oh, blizzard sorry but blizzard brand will be dead as xbox would have five publishing levels afterwards which is a bit too much so look admittedly admittedly they have like blizzard, what 35 fucking studios right now blizzard's brand's also already dead Bl- yeah, like really blizzard doesn't have like the uh 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 what's the word I'm looking for like the cachet clout. the clout, clout that it once had like it's considered like a fucking gross company right and this isn't helping it's a really weird spot like it's so yeah capitalism is weird yeah capitalism is fucking weird and it's really gross when it wants to be it's great because capitalism allows us to do this to do this and do all the things that we love but then when it like when it gets to the like i think it's what's called that late stage capitalism where it's fucking gross uh, indiana jones should have been multiplat with disney being involved but seems like disney didn't give a fuck there uh look we've learned that apparently, disney- the, apparently the deal was changed after after the purchase of the studio correct yeah so yeah once to, so it's it's the same kind of concept i heard this argument i'm not sure whether it's a good argument but i did hear it get used with the idea of like well spider-man got shopped to microsoft and they turned it down Mm. you know it's one of those things like okay well they they said no one because of the idea is like well they don't have spider-man like they could have but they didn't you know it's fucking weird then the other thing is you know if it was shot if, if it was, was it was it shot to them as an insomnia game or was it or was the ip offered to them first yeah because if the ip was offered to them first you could argue that the spider-man that they would or could have had is not the spider-man that we got yeah so. Hey, Sean in the chat goes, hey guys, watching while playing FF16. So you got, they got their I priorities right? <laughs> yeah, you wish were sharing. Most definitely. <laughs> uh, that's it. Buddy, Buddy Watson jumps in. Always, always a good take from Buddy. I love this. Uh, I love that Microsoft's defense against them becoming a monopoly was we wanted to buy the company to create a monopoly. <laughs> well, they are buying one game exclusive, so we will buy them, buy them all. It's 100%. Like, it feels like... You know, it's almost like the, the like that rich kid in school that like did got slightly mistreated and like fucking spite everyone. It's like you know, rather than like, hey, you know, uh, like you're not on, you're not allowed to be on the sports team. I'm sorry, we're having we're max players. You can't you can't come play in the team. So he goes with his dad, and his dad's his dad just buys the whole fucking team. You know, yeah, he, missed like, out on, he missed out on his chocolate milk, so he bought all of the chocolate milk. He bought all the chocolate milk. That's exactly <laughs> what it feels like. And it's fucking gross for that reason. It's just someone, some child being, yeah, my father would hear it, will hear about this, says the Mullet Show. And that's exactly what it feels like. Well, I, we didn't get Deathloop. My father will hear about this. And that's what happened. Like, we joke, but it's exactly what happened. It's fucking fucked. Um, uh, mute Kenneth. Uh, mute Kenneth. I'm not. I apologize. I'm butchering your name, by the way. But thank you for being super active in the chat. Uh, just saying, no hope for Starfall. Blame Cyberpunk seventy six. No Man's Sky and my fan favorite Redfall. Look, this is a thing. And like oh, everyone has these incredible expectations about what, what Microsoft can do, right? And what we've seen firsthand, even games that were in active development prior, prior to their purchase. Microsoft still somehow managed to butch it. Like, just absolutely fuck it up. 
Like, it's just bad management. And, like, everyone loves Phil Spence for some reason. Uh, whatever. He's clearly, he and his team are incapable of monitoring and running this many studios. It is ridiculous. Absolutely insane. I feel like I'm going to keep ranting in circles if we continue. But Max, do you have, as soon as I'm the one that's like talking the absolute most, is there anything I haven't covered? uh, About this? No, not really. I think you've hit all the points. I've I've jumped in to keep you on track when needed. You've done well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, It turns out having Ritalin before a show, like it keep, it it doesn't, doesn't suppress me, but it keeps me poignant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well let's move on to some sad news oh but no let's go playstation plus so cloud gaming's pointless except this let me just just let me oh, just oh, give oh, this oh, one this, fucking, this one right. sentence of sad right. news okay all right then you can you can list off all your games okay <laughs> replying because <to laughs> we were talking about spider-man before so what's fresh in my mind Replying to a fan on Twitter, Insomniac Games has announced that there are no plans for a demo of Spider-Man 2. There wasn't a just, demo just for hang what? On, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just shitting in the face of the promise of PlayStation Deluxe, there will be a demo for every game over $60. <laughs> Fucking PlayStation, those goddamn lies. Absolute lies. You know what? My father will hear about this. I guess the technicality was, I, th- I believe that they had to be up within the first year of launch. <laughs> like, it'll eventually come. You uh, just like accidentally, like, yeah. like, I completely forgot about that. And you just went, boo, just nah, kneecapped him. I think, I think the little asterisk was it had to be within a year of the game release. So like technically, I think. But there's no fucking Spider-Man. There's no demo for the first one. Was there a yeah, demo for was- Ragnarok? Oh, it's a game there's trial. No, Game, game trial. trial yeah, okay, sure. technically. Well, this is their out, I guess. They can throw it in a game trial. Yeah. After the launch. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. Way after launch. Way after. <laughs> All right, let's get into the games that are coming out for PlayStation Plus this month. Uh, if you have a PlayStation Plus Extra, you get the following. Far Cry 6, both the PS5 and PS4 version. Dope, by the way. That game's mad. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge on PS5, PS4. Also mad. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2, PS5, PS4, mad. Inscription, PS5, PS4. Now, apparently, I remember you being, like, super keen on this one yep. at some point. I haven't played it yet. It's cool. Card, it a card gamey based one? Yep. Yeah, rad. Uh, Solstice, PS5, Tacoma, company of PS4. Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, company of PS4. Lonely Mountains Downhill, PS4. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade, uh, Quarteries of New York? What? That's not a word. It's, it's, it's pronounced Coteries, I'm pretty sure. Coteries? Oh, that's not a fucking thing. You like Vampire the Masquerade. What the fuck's this game? Um, I'm pretty sure it's a fucking point-and-click adventure. Gross. I had to look at it, so I was going to download it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like like the, the tabletop vampire, though, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, 100 Days Winemaking Simulator. Oh, hello. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa. All right. Well, for those who don't know, I've really got a kick in a simulating games at the moment. Um, I did see uh, a brew, like a like a like a craft brew beer simulator on on Keymailer, and I was like, ooh, and I was coming to PC, so I was like, at the time, I was like, mm, but my PC can run that shit. Uh, a hat 
Saturn Time coming to PS4. Apparently, that's a dope little platformer. Uh, Carto, PS4. Forager, PS4. Dodgeball Academia, PS4. Read, uh, Redout 2, PS5, PS4. Thief, PS4. MX versus ATV Legends, PS5, PS4. Oh, this dome is this game is like actually legitimately fucking fun, and I played it with the shit out of it with my son. Uh, Paw Patrol, Mighty Pups, Save Adventure Bay, like we still play it to this day. Um, PS5, PS4. It was like his first kind of foray into like open world um, platforming, because the first one, uh, Paw Patrol on a Roll, was like a side scroller platformer. So it was really good for him to like, like it's actually a good series for him to learn different stages of gaming like on a roll was yes 2d side scroller very cool uh say uh, Pearl patrol mighty pups adventure bay open world the next one which comes out in like october is like a straight up open world fucking Pearl patrol game like, i don't quite sure it's like an open world rpg but it is an open world game and i'm here and i'm gonna play the fuck out of it i can't wait uh my friend pepper pig ps4 he will not play that because pepper pig is shit uh dc league of super pets the adventures of crypto and ace the talos principle deluxe edition ps4 which has my attention i downloaded it and played a little bit is it good because <clears throat> mm. i saw that obviously great, with great. the trailer yeah. of talos principle 2 in um the showcase i was like oh mm-hmm. that looks interesting and elix 2 uh ps5 ps4 and if you have deluxe i don't know why you still do because it's fucking disappointing uh kill zone liberation that's the psp version uh worms the ps1 version where like each worm is like three pixels tall that'd be fun uh and herx adventure ps1 now was it you max that's the like herx adventures fucking tits and you should play it yeah i remember playing herx adventure with my cousin like fucking way back in the day yeah yeah but what what's herx adventure it's a uh it's it's a it's it's like a brawler with uh hercules and two other characters and you just go and save Greece. Nice. <laughs> you, you know, you fight shit, you pick up collectibles, you throw you throw houses at people. It's great. Yeah. Solid old school bit of a saga. Fantastic. Um, and the, I should note the PSP version of Killzone Liberation has uh, trophies. Yay! All right, quick biddies. Oh, yeah. uh, Lance, Lance Reddick has been remembered in a Horizon Forbidden West tribute. Yeah, in the last DLC, they patched in like a nice little... Uh, mm-hmm. digital thing for him, little two, lovely. Metal Gear Solid Four, Five, and Peace Walker have reportedly leaked. Uh, will be reportedly in the Master Collection Volume Two. This is dope because the first time make it the, it'll be the only way to play Metal Gear Solid Four, not on a PS3. Dude, that's amazing. Like, I just want to know how they've got it. Like, because obviously it was built PS, you know, PS3 cell architecture, all that nonsense. Like, I want to know how they were able to like get it off and make it work. Cause like it kind of run like it ran a little bit like ass on the PS3, and like even then, you had to like load, and like like I remember there being like, hey, you've played like the first act, now can you wait twenty minutes while we reinstall it, they install the next act, and like old snake's gonna fucking puff on a cigarette, like this entire time, I'm gonna throw you a give you a bunch of like quick tips, like hey, you should take a break every fifteen minutes, I'm like no, um, that's weird. Call of Duty Warzone 1 is shutting down on the 21st of September this year. Oh. Not the new Warzone 2. Oh. The, the OG. <laughs> LA Tourism Department has listed E3 as cancelled in 2024 <laughs> and 2025. Good. <laughs> uh, EA Games to become EA Entertainment in a corporate reshuffle. All right. 
Uh, the Immortals of Avium has been delayed until August, despite game, being shown in every single fucking showcase. We have been, like, inundated with this game. Now, mind you, like, we saw a preview event. It looked fucking cool. Still, still keen, keen to play it. Still keen. I'll wait till August. But, like, apparently it's waiting for, like, the PC versions, Bishonk. Yeah, apparently it's hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in classic 2023 PC, it's just not, not doing well. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, and Kojima has taken to Twitter, Twitter to clarify his role in the Death Stranding movie. Oh, yeah! He will be producing, supervising, plotting, designing, uh, and uh, looking over content, but will not be in charge of directing the film itself. Which is an interesting choice, because, like, I, you know, he's he's essentially made movies but games his entire career, so it's weird that he didn't, like, want to do it, but that's fine. It's because he's too busy making Death Stranding too. Oh, yeah. Excited. He's trying to work out how to get Norman Reedus's wang on screen this time. Oh, I, I hope I get some like without like a big Norman, monster energy. <laughs> as long as we get some Norman Weenus, then I'm totally in. Uh, will Chris Pat be in it? Probably him or Tom Holland. This is it. Tom Holland playing Norman Reedus's wang. No, no, Chris Pratt playing uh fucking Porter Bridges. Tom Holland as the baby. Done. Or Pete Davidson. Everyone loves fucking Pete Davidson right now. Put him in the bed. Put him in, as the baby. I don't know. That's also a horrible choice. All right. So look, we talk about games that are coming down the line. Like, you know, Mortals of Avium delayed till August. That's poo. But here are the games that are coming out this week. There's only four on the list. Two of them are the most bets and ass games ever. I can't wait to talk about them. Uh, number one, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Coming to PS5 on June 27th. Remake of Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life on PS2. Uh, check that out when it drops. Uh, AW Fight Forever Wrestling. Come see PS5 and your PS4s on June 29th. Um, it's essentially like a, 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 an homage to WCW No Mercy on the, on the Nintendo 64. Like, I'm super keen to play it. I can't wait. Uh, Front Mission First Remake, PS5 4, June 30th. Glad it got a remake because I didn't remember the fucking first one. Uh, Ghost Trick uh, Phantom Detective, PS4, June 30th. There you go. But as I mentioned, I've got some Let's Plays coming at the end of the week, so... Just, just saying. Just saying, Max. There's less place coming. Nice. Less place coming. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that you're doing those again. Well, I, I just hope they work. Like, because the, the reason I stopped doing them was because they'd get like six views. And I'm like, Ugh. but like, hopefully, like they're interesting into something and they're fun. Um, because like, yeah, you know, whether I live stream again, I don't know. Um, whether just, just do some let's play stuff. But like, I don't know. The, look, the set, like. I'm kind of want to take advantage of like not hating this room. Like I think the biggest problem that I had of the let's the live streaming previously is I hated being just, I have such a weird trauma response, but just being in a studio all the time. Um, like, like, like what I used to be like at, at my old place and like obviously all the things that happened with that. So like, I think I'm kind of over that hurdle and I'm like, you know, I like being in this space again and, and doesn't have that like response in here. Um, mm. And it's kind of fun, but also in the same idea, you know, like, well, what is, what am I looking for from gaming and streaming and making Let's Plays that I wanted, that I, that I didn't a, have? The answer is a $100 million deal with Kick, obviously. Yeah. Look, look, Amaranth is there now. I've got a camera that's up high. I can get my good booby shots going on. 
Um, there's, there's probably enough room for a small hot tub in here. I'll make some money on kick. I don't have no Pokemane level of like, oh, what would I go over there? I'll, I'll take some sweet cash. You know? <laughs> It'll be funsies. Uh, uh, for bit, and uh, let's see, MGB jumps in, praying that, that I get a code from PlayOn on launch day. I mean, I've hounded them about. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, I've har- harassed the fuck out of PlayOn. Like, because, you know, me being the big old wrestling fan that I am. I, I have been up in their business like since at least pre-PAX because I remember one of the things I was working in one of the promote wrestling promotions that I work with, we were trying to find ways to get AEW in, like, or some individuals over here to do something for PAX. Um, and a big part of my role was to like help you know schmooze them when they came here. That would been pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super keen for A-Dubs, obviously. And Forbidden Door tomorrow, which should be fun. AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Kenny Omega versus, uh, Will Ospreay is going to be fucking shit hot. Oh, if there's anything like the one from Wrestle Kingdom, it's going to be so good. So good. What the heck is kick? Asked Mute as an, and Twitch streaming competitor where there's like the wild west of streaming, apparently. Apparently, they're just going to fucking pay you a wage to stream. Oh, really? Yep. Um, hey, wrestling is great. Uh, yeah, dude, wrestling's fantastic. I fucking love wrestling. As I said, yeah. actually, we'll end, the, we'll, end the, we'll end the episode and then I'll fucking bullshit for a minute. All right, Max, do your thing. <clears throat> I'm already done. Yeah, but you haven't I'm done playing, the I'm playing part of the Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, we're chatting wrestling, so you're just like playing games. Yeah, I was no doubt when you started talking about fucking AEW shit. That's like, fine. Ugh. <sighs> no. All right, everyone. <clears throat> Center myself again. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you want to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures where you can watch us record this show live. We can jump in the, cho- the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening to podcast service, if you wait, if you're listening to us on podcast service, be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts, other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. All right, now I can talk wrestling now. <laughs>